this episode is brought to you by FitAid. And I really am going to tag on this episode. I'm going to say, FitAid, sponsor us. <laughs> Why? Because we're two broke dudes just trying to make a way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Bucky's will do it. No, no way. <laughs> FitAid would have sponsored us before Bucky's would probably. Really? I bet. Golly, look at the cobwebs here. Dude, this place is uh, this was this whole building is a cobweb um, collecting bowl. <laughs> is that the best? So the right words, cobweb collecting bowl. <laughs> Man, Jake, you know what I started doing and haven't done it in a very long time? Playing video games. I know. I'm gonna go home and get it. It's free. I know. I'm gonna get it. I so. Um, Halo back in the day was that was my game. I played Halo a lot. My original first love of first person shooters. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like whenever Halo came out and Xbox came out, I was like, whoa, it blew my mind. Outside of what? Duke Nukem? No, I didn't. That, I mean, I mean yeah, like, I played, what was I, there that was like that? Nothing. 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 That's why it's yeah. the, the it was revolutionary. It really was for shooters. <laughs> so and um so I, I, it's free. I probably need it. I'm, I'm too cheap to like actually <laughs> pay to play a video game these days. Well, but if they're giving it away for free, why would you? That's what I'm saying. Like it's free, but it's been fun because I've connected with some guys that I haven't talked to in a long time. Like, hang, I don't get to hang out. With, well, I hang out with Brad here at the gym, mm-hmm. right? Um, but my buddy Jason, Mark, Brad Ross. In fact, Fabian, he's playing too. Really? Yeah, I just played like I just played about forty-five minutes with Fabian before he came here. That's what That's I was doing. Cool. Anyways, got into playing a little video games again, which is maybe careful because I can easily like <laughs> deep dive in and like in. I, if if I didn't watch myself, I'd stay up and play till like four thirty a.m. Class started. <laughs> Oof. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. You Not would. even close. No, I I played till eleven last night, and I woke up this morning, and I was like, oh. I felt like a zombie. You're not used to staying up late, though. I'm not, dude. I can't handle it. I'm too old, <laughs> I guess. I remember back in the day, dude. Back in the day. Back in the day. But when I was in late teens, early 20s, man, I'd stay up till we, me and the boys would, all of that group that I was named pretty much, we'd stay up till like 2 a.m., no problem, go to work the next day, and it was like no big deal. Yeah. And now I'm like, not possible. <laughs> That's how our group was too. Yeah, you used to do it too. Yeah, you had a group of guys that played. Me and Destiny and everybody. Oh, that's like true. G- GTA. Yeah, we'd stay up forever. Wild times, man. It's been fun though. It is. It's like and it's something that I won't commit to for very long. Probably like usually. Like you've seen me play games. Like usually, I'm good for what maybe six months, and then I yeah. taper off. I see. I think like as the older you get, it's like it was used to be like six months, then it'll be five, and then four. Yeah. Like you might get on a strand of five days, and then it. <laughs> It's getting harder to strand them together. I don't know. Why. I think no. I think it is is like for me. I realize I've got so many things to do. Yeah, I think and just playing a video game is just doesn't fit in that schedule. But I do enjoy to jump on and play occasionally because it is a fun release. Like to get on there and just like turn your mind off from everything yeah. else. So it is cool. I just don't want to be that person that like stops playing forever. I don't think I will. I t- I, I remember the the days of saying, um, I will. I, will, I can't ever imagine myself not playing video games. I remember those days. Yeah. Now I look back at it, I'm thinking, man, that was so foolish to think that, you know? Why? Oh, it's just because where priorities were at the time. You know, I didn't understand, like, guys who were older me, like, oh, I just don't have time. Or they prioritize different things in their lives, you know yeah. what I mean? So, hmm. yeah. But, I mean, I still play. It's just not frequent. Like, I can't remember the last time I was committed to playing a video game on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? What was it? What? We played some Call of Duty. That was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. That Almost was fun, e- too. Yeah, it was fun. That's what I'm saying. It's like not very often. Mm. Mm. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get Halo. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Start playing. Go download it tonight. Yeah. I will. If I can get away with it, I'll play with you till 2 a.m. <laughs> See you at 4.30. <laughs> right, yeah. You're already up. Might as well go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we had a good week. Dude, yeah. How was Thanksgiving? It was great. Yeah. Go hunting, got to play golf. Did we play golf this week? Dude, we did play golf yes. last week, technically. It makes sense. Yeah, Jake. So long ago. This guy. <laughs> it was unreal. I could not believe how well you played. Oh. It was, it was awesome. I think I'm in the same boat as you. 
dude, dude, I honestly went in that morning. I was like, oh, I even told Diaz, like, I better. You told me because I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna embarrass myself. You out told here. me that. I know, and I expected to play at least not great because I haven't played much lately. Yeah, uh, but I played exceptionally bad. Like since I've been back playing. Even the first time I came back for playing, for not being regular, like playing regular. We've for played a, twice together. Yes. Okay. Uh, but so since I've come back, which from like almost like a, probably about a five-year stint of not playing on at least like a once-a-month basis or two months, you know, mm-hmm. basis. Um, I haven't played as bad as I played when we played the other day. It was it was really bad. Dude, the pressure was on. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, because you were playing. You were playing great, and I was playing terrible. No, that's not even the the pressure was. I didn't want to embarrass you. Me and my your father-in-law. father-in-law, and I embarrassed myself. So who cares? You're like, that eh, uh, was bad. He's gonna play, and I'm like, I better bring my A game. <laughs> so made, made B team sit down and took A game out there. I just turned myself down. I was, this was the one I was looking for. Beat that. Oh, oh yeah. I heard an echo. Maybe that's, yeah, that's what it was. I think mm. it was picking up in that other mic over there. Super strange. But yeah, yeah, you played awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. You had a great day. I was not expecting it, but. Well. That's a cool course, though. Yeah, Rio's fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's a, especially the front nine. When, like, this was funny as I expected to play well in the front nine because it's so open. Did you play better on the back? Oh, considerably. Not well, great. I don't know what your split was, your scores. But. I did not keep score, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes you just got to have fun because there's days you want to throw something. I had to. Uh, <laughs> your father-in-law got mad, too. <laughs> oh, that's not unusual. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I think you get, that's one thing you can get really angry at Dolph? fast. Oh, yeah. If you're trying to play good, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you can get mad real quick. Yeah, I've played some of my uh, best golf when I didn't care. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, whatever. Just go out and hit some balls today and then had a great round of golf. And then days over and it mattered, played the worst because I think it's more pressure. To so you play worse under pressure? Depends. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm usually pretty good in clutch situations. Like I always have been. The yeah. pressure's on. I perform well. But then other times, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I think it's, that's majority of what happened. I think it's just like up all over the place. The more Office that I off. like try to zero in, like I have notes like in my books, like, this club, this is my thought process. This is what the yardage is. This is how I have to swing with my hands. Like I, I go in detail when yep. I really start get hitting the range. Yep. But to come out and just be like, I'm just going to go play. Well, no, it wasn't like that. It still was pressure, but I was like, I didn't want to think, Oh yeah. you know, cause I was like, if I think I'm going to fall apart. So well, you did well. Had a good day. Thanks. Golf. <sighs> Love it, hate it. Man, we're starting off boring today, huh? Are we? I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe we're just catching up on life currently because we haven't talked about this at all. True. Anyways, we had a great Thanksgiving, if you're wondering. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thank you for being grateful and thankful. Yeah. Which leads us into our discussion. Leads us into kind of the direction we were talking about earlier. Can you imagine we just came in here and just off the cuff, we just thought, hey, why don't we talk about being thankful? Sounds like someone that made a decision right off the last <laughs> Like, do we do that kind of thing regularly? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that long talk we had like four minutes ago about what we we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I remember that. This is like part of our uh, brand here. <laughs> we just walk in here and start talking. Yeah. Pastor Greg was like, maybe you should guys get a plan together next time I come is in. Is that there. what he said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He didn't like it. Huh? Well, like watching it back, like we didn't ask him any questions at all. Me and you talked and he just would be like, hey, Pastor <laughs> Greg, I liked his. I'd watch that one again. He had he had some good stuff. He, yeah, did. he did. He did. It was. I just wish we didn't delete the first forty minutes. Ah, <laughs> oh, listen, no. man. If he wouldn't been cussing <laughs> so much, we would have left it in there. <laughs> <laughs> See the mystery forty minutes, Pastor Greg. Mystery. Nobody will ever know. Mystery forty minutes, and we can make it whatever we want it to be. That's right. <laughs> I thought we planned pretty good. What about you, Dale? You think we planned pretty good? We planned great. Yeah. What about you, Pastor Greg? <laughs> the the hidden forty minutes. We don't know. Respons- Maybe we'll release it one day. Is there a response? <laughs> oh man, that's uh, funny. We did have a good time. I enjoyed talking with him. In fact, the beginning of the podcast was like our funniest stuff we talked about. I know. Let me put it this way: we've had, we've done three podcasts since then, right? Or two. Uh, He's been mentioned in both, so it must have been pretty good. To yeah, us. that's true. Thanks. Yeah. Pastor Greg didn't like for that though. forty minutes that didn't make it. <laughs> I wish everybody knew what we could cut out, like the mystery. What's really weird is we don't cut a lot out of our. We po- don't like actually almost nothing. But if we did, 
Must have been pretty bad. <laughs> like everybody's gonna like, oh, there's gonna be some people. Where's like, the where's yeah. the missing? What did he minute? say? Or yeah. what? What? Who said what? No, no, it wasn't nothing like that. No. Uh, we just got into the meat of our conversation. Really later into it is really what happened, dude. You know what I liked about that? That it wasn't so structured. Yeah. It seemed like he got to like open up, open just up, be relax. Like a, a guy yeah. here. For he a is that guy. He's that type of dude, though. Anyways, yeah. But it was cool hearing like his old story. <laughs> yeah. Talk about his life and everything. It's cool. Talk about. <laughs> Him, him. I don't know. Did the part about him meeting Pastor Brandy and stuff like, or Brandy and stuff, and uh, in college was that in the podcast, or would you cut that? I can't, I think can't keep up a story straight. <laughs> lied too many times now. <laughs> I don't remember if that was in there or not. Yeah, I don't know, but that was pretty good. How he was dating his her his her roommate. Oh, yeah. No, it didn't make it. Yeah, that it was, was so funny, funny dude. Yeah. He was like, I can fix this right now. <laughs> yeah, that did not make it. it. Did not make it. That's funny. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh funny. man, that's good. It was good stuff. Yeah. Anyways, we were talking about being thankful mm. and with it being just coming out of Thanksgiving, it's a great time to talk about this, I think. Yeah. So we actually did the whole week at the gym. We talked about some, some <coughs> bullet points cause you know, we have our thought for the day as some would, some call it the, the daily thought. Mm. <laughs> I think it's funny, but it's not. It's what? Because they call it the daily thought. Oh, daily thought. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, you know, it is funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's clever. It's clever. But uh, some of the things, man, that we were talking about was, well, I'll, I'll bring up number one. Because I went, I had like a full week. I, I uh, text Rich and Caroline and gave them the full week like every day. I never do that. I normally like send it to them the day of because I don't normally think about a whole week in advance. Mm. But I did. I knew we were leading to Thanksgiving. Sorry, I was about to burp. <laughs> I decided against it. And uh, so sent them out full week for Thanksgiving. It was good. So number one on the list, acknowledging the good is the foundation for all abundance in your life. Hmm. I'm going to say it one more time. Yeah. There's yeah. more to it than that, there's actually. Twice. Huh? Yeah. There's no. two acknowledging the good is the foundation for all abundance. Okay. For in your life, there's there's a little bit more to it, but that is the base of it. What do you take for away from that, Jake? I think you can't be happy until you really start focusing on what you like has already been going on great in your life. Mm. If you're just constantly looking for what could be better, then you're never going to be happy. You know what I mean? Like if you're focusing on getting more and more and more in life, then you never realize that God's already given you more already. Yeah. yeah. And so you're looking ahead, but you're never resting in the present like what's happening in your life yeah i mean it kind of <laughs> goes into another point uh that we talked about on another day that this is it right here be thankful for what you have i'll just read the full thing because i wrote down like a cliff notes on it but so that i didn't answer it <laughs> no no it is but it ties in perfectly with the next one be thankful for what you have you'll end up having more if you concentrate on what you don't have you will never ever have enough yeah so we talked about on tuesday and I think it's like super important that we do take the time to acknowledge and be thankful for the, the, the blessings we do have in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't do that, then we will constantly think that we need to get this. We need to gain that. And sometimes it's materialistic things and sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. It's status and stuff like that. Whoa, do you hear that? It like rumbled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if I think that like just the base knowledge of knowing that we could currently where we sit in life, like, okay, with especially when it comes to materialistic things, are beyond blessed. And if you, like, can step back and say, man, I don't need, you know, with the things that I currently have, I have more than I could ever need. Mm -hmm. You just are so much more thankful and like, dude, I really don't ever need anything. Yeah. There's plenty of things that I would want and would have fun to have. And Or you make up a reason to think you need it. Oh, for sure. You know. Especially as a dude who likes the toys and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I didn't love to do things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like I love to hunt. Um, I love working out. I love um playing golf. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for me to go, man, if I just had this or that, it'd make me that much <laughs> you know what I mean? Destiny always tells me that I make things hectic. Like if I'm telling her, like I'll be like, God, man, I could do this, but this isn't working out. And this is, like I'm always making it seem hectic so I can buy something. That's funny. 
I don't ever notice it until she started saying it. I was like, yeah, I really do sound hectic. You, you sound it's like hectic. A, yeah, like it's like a hectic situation. If I could just get this, then it would help me. <laughs> and it's like, I really don't need that. Yes. But it's not like I'm thinking like, oh, I don't need that, but I'm going to act this way. It's just mm-hmm. like I naturally tell you all the reasons why it's not the situation's not working because I don't have this object. Oh, dude, for you sure. Know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I always sound hectic. <laughs> That's really funny. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> but I'm I'm the same way. Like... um, I never ever like whenever I'm endeavoring into something, I never like or I never want any of the the equipment or the things that I own to be a limiting factor. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Always like it to be me. Okay. So like for instance, like if you're using a tool for whatever you're doing, right? And that tool is not top of the line and has faults because it is not a quality product and it fails on you, right? That irritates me so bad. Drives me crazy. So I always make up the excuse, I'm going to buy the best because I want to be the limiting factor. If it's anybody's fault, it's my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not the equipment. That's a great uh, argument there. It is. Well, it, you have a $4,000 pair of golf clubs. <laughs> I do not. I, know, I do not. I bought mine actually golf clubs secondhand and I've had them for 12, 13 years. There's your problem. Your equipment's <laughs> failing you. Hey, I almost bought some <laughs> this year. <laughs> Decided against it. I really yeah. did. I really did. D, D has the same mindset, though, as far as like buying things. Yeah. We don't ever buy. Like, I'll try to buy something cheaper, and she's like, no, we're going to buy the best. Not, but it's not a status thing. It's that that's, I mean, it's how she was raised, too. But nine times out of 10, you're going to buy eight of the same thing yeah. trying to reach that one product that could have just done it. I've right. done it. Yeah. Especially with the hunting equipment. <clears throat> the type of hunting that we've done, you know, like, especially when we go to, uh, the West and hunt elk, mm. big game. I've bought cheap equipment in an attempt to save money because I'm like, ah, oh, it's the same thing. You know, it's close enough. Mm-hmm. And then you get into a situation where you're like, dude, <laughs> this is not it. And you realize like those conveniences that that tool or whatever it is offers you by being, you know, top of the line, mm. make your comfort level and your hunt experiences so much better. How do we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Well, because we were talking about like uh, being being uh, thankful. We're for all talking about that. stuff we want now. Yeah. yeah I want this. You <laughs> but, want that? <laughs> but the point is, see how easy it is yeah. for us to go, no, we need more things. Right. This we're sitting a, here talking about elk hunting, playing golf, and exactly. some people don't even have that. Or you see what I'm saying? Like we're yeah. like, oh, we're struggling. Yes. <laughs> I shot horrible this week. <laughs> They're like, wait, <laughs> you can afford to play golf? Yeah. Like. See how easy it is to be distracted uh, by what? wants and desires you know you ever have that down part in life ever that you were just like in need you know what i mean um or have you uh no yeah i've definitely been when i say in need like i'm sure i mean have you ever struggled financially at all where you're like dang Uh, absolutely i've had i mean in my younger days we borrowed money and from my parents to pay bills and all do you remember that like that feeling and like just it's terrible it's horrible yes absolutely thinking about that it's like but okay, so even in that okay, so here's the thing: is like, as as beat down as I felt, or as like um, <sighs> mentally anguishing as it was to be in that situation, I never ever felt like in need. It's so weird. Hmm. Here's why: I think because I always knew that there somebody had my back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even though it was like the last thing I wanted to do. It was weird. Oh yeah. It's the last thing you ever like want to do. You pay bills. Yeah. It's the last thing you ever want to do as a man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what it I mean? Is. Hey, I'm out on my own. Hey mom and dad, I ain't gonna be able to pay my rent this month. You know, maybe that's why you're always like, man, I really appreciate what you guys did when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's right? Cause you have this, uh, life hitching in the face, but I was just like thinking like, um, I remember D and I, we were, we were we, like, it seems like we were always struggling. And we were on the ride uh, ride home the other day, and I was like, man, you know, when we were struggling like that, it was painful to, like, give someone $20, mm-hmm. you know. Or yeah. I remember, like, us driving home, and, and she'd call me and be like, you know, we had we had two vehicles, but we it was like a junker. Both of them were. And it would be like, you know, hey, can you go put money in the bank so I can get gas? Yeah. Or, like, I remember these conversations, mm-hmm. and it was like, it's crazy to think where we came from. And at this time it was like, we were always being moved by the Lord to like give to people. 
it's like whenever we had nothing, we were like, <laughs> here, take my $20 bill. And, and yeah. it may have not been like huge. Uh, that's not a huge amount of money, but it is when you have nothing mm-hmm. and then you're giving to somebody that has nothing and you learn to like really appreciate when somebody does something like that. Well, I was driving home and it was like, we were looking back and I was like, I wonder if we're living the like shaken, pressed together, overflowing, like we're living the fruit of the seeds that we were planting then. Mm. This is years ago, but I'm like, we're more successful today. And it's, is it because of something that we did or is it because we were being honorable and giving back then? Like, are we living the the harvest Mm. of those seeds that we planted? And then what does God have for the, not, not saying, Oh, I need to start planting seed now. But if I, if I did my life, like I did then, what else would God do in my life for the next five years from now? Will I be looking back and saying, was I, am I reaping? Am I Mm -hmm. getting the harvest of the seeds I planted then? Yeah. Because it was like throughout and it, what, what it was is an aha, aha moment was when we were driving home, I was like, man, we were talking about finance. We were talking about certain things. And I'm like, if you really stop to think, we're so far ahead from where we were, but we're so concerned with like issues right now mm-hmm. that we didn't even see that God has been blessing, blessing. us so much yeah. to this point. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it was because of that time at the gas station that we saw someone, they needed help and we had nothing and we gave to them. And that process over, over time has gotten in different avenues, but it's like, we've also been blessed more over time financially and we're at a place now that's way further ahead than we were then because what it was we were getting gas and I was like do you remember the times of being afraid to swipe our card like we were talking to each other and it's not like we're super wealthy now but I'm saying like it's just recognizing that we were we were being blessed the whole time and that we should we were grateful because I remember every time that we you know we came out of the trailer living in the house it was just like God, thank you. We take time to be like, God, Mm -hmm. thank you for what you're doing. Because we remember living in a trailer. You know, we remember not having hot water and having to boil water for our kids to take a bath. You know, not in the boiling water, but (laughs) heating them up, you know? In the boiling water. Y'all better be quiet. We're going to give you a bath. (laughs) No, like that and not have... I remember getting dressed uh, when we first moved here to Bazoria. This is like four years ago with flashlights holding lights up so our kids could get dressed in the trailer because we had no power, we had no hot water. Like this was the the dream of having your own business and not yeah. having you know, it work yet. Yeah. And it's just like you were talking about being grateful and I'm like looking at my life and I'm, I have plenty to be thankful for yeah. even though it's... Yeah, I think, no, I think... And what, <clears throat> uh, so I said, like I said, I felt like somebody was on my, always had my back so I knew I could like always rely on my parents and stuff. But I think, too, also I realized that as bad as my life I thought it was at the time, it was minuscule. My problems were like, I knew there was always a, it was the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and compared to other people in the world, I'm like, man, money is super tight this month. And yes, it is very painful to have to make a phone call and ask for help with rent or whatever, you know. And, I, you know, we didn't do that a lot, but it did happen. I remember. And um, I just remember at that time also thinking, like, man, as bad as I feel right now, this is minuscule. It's so tiny compared, you know, to what other people are experiencing in life, you know. I do have a place to still, you know, mm. rest my head at night, you know, and stuff like that. So It's funny. I remember, I don't know if I've ever told you, but I remember our breaking point was, well, for one, it was raining and we were getting like drops in our in the trailer because they leak all the time anyways these RVs and stuff mm, okay oh, you were in an RV trailer so you're yeah in a, okay I wouldn't even like a trailer house yeah. no this is our, like I'm in a freaking camper <laughs> we were roughing it I mean and that sounds funny you're roughing it in a camper I know it's like <laughs> as somebody oh my, sleeps yeah, under a bridge oh yeah I see <laughs> well either way I mean yeah. everybody is is just bad but uh, like I said the hot water and all that stuff and what's going on and we're driving back and we have like $20 in our account and Dee's driving uh, into Bazoria and she smokes a tire iron mm. like in the middle of the road, blows the tire out 
uh, comes up through the, the car oh, on the floor. Oh, snap. Like, turns on a bunch of engine lights and airbag lights on our car. And what? We had just now, uh, the week before that, we had hit a deer in the car, and our insurance had lapsed. So we had no insurance on the car, mm. and half our car was missing. The front half <laughs> of our car was missing. <laughs> and we hit this tire, and I've got 20 bucks, and I'm just like, I'm frustrated. Yeah. Because I'm like, we moved here on a on a prophetic word of God that said, "Hey, you're you're going to go there. Don't look back from the move. God's going to establish your company. You're gonna you're gonna be able to go forward. You know, don't look yeah. back. Don't look back." Was pretty much the words that were in my head from the prophetic word and and talking about how God led the people out of Egypt and that once they got out there, they're like, "Man, it's better." We were better being slaves in Egypt mm -hmm. than we are right now. Yeah. And, and so all the, you're feeling that yes, way. Yes, I yeah, am. Yeah. I'm like, God, man, I was working two jobs there, but at least I was in a house, you know, or I didn't have a lot of money to eat, but, you know, we were still a downward spiral over there, but at least we weren't dealing with this. And so we called Donna. She comes and helps us get the, get the tire fixed. 20 bucks I didn't have to fix the tire at Walmart go back home and I'm just feeling like it, we're, we are feeling defeated because we yeah. do everything together. Yeah. There was no blaming like this is your fault because you won't get a job at the plant. This is your job because you, you know, this is your problem because you won't get a job. You know, there was none of that. It was like we were in this, in this together and we're just breaking. Like I remember that night laying down with D on the couch, which would be the table of the camper we gave the kids the queen size bed so they could sleep in there yeah d and i are sleeping on the little fold-out table that you take apart and put yeah. cushions down yeah. and a futon i think we're in there <laughs> god i sound like a that sounds so weird saying that stuff but it's like this is what we were dealing with yeah and we're literally holding each other and we're crying yeah dude you know because we're mm -hmm. just like broke and um broken in all different ways broken <laughs> yeah, actually, right. but broken mm -hmm. in all different ways and we're holding each other and and uh the Lord, he said, like, he, he just came to me all of a sudden, and he was like, when I, when they were crossing the Red Sea, he's like, they were, they had their backs against the water, he hadn't split the water yet, and they were seeing basically their death running at him, and he's like, I am going to split the waters for you guys, that's what he said, it's like, plain and simple, and I told D, I was like, this is what I feel like the Lord just said to me, I felt like an uplift in our spirits, we both got really happy. He's like, I'm, 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 I heard him so clearly that he said, you know, they were, they couldn't go right down the bank. They couldn't go left down the bank. They were right where they needed to be. Mm -hmm. They were just waiting on God to do his miracle. Yeah. And so we started proclaiming that God was going to split the Red Sea for us. And we were going to walk through to our promised land or, or whatever God's word was for our life at that time. So we're sitting there the next day and we're watching this movie. I think it's God's Not Dead, maybe. Yeah, yeah that was We're one. watching it in the office. There's like three of them, I think. Yeah, three I don't know which one it was, yeah. but... Two or three of them. Is that the one where the guy, he's uh, trying to prove that God... No, 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 no. There's one that the guy's trying to prove that God doesn't exist. What is that one? I don't know, but God's Not Dead is... That's not it. Yeah. That's not it. Um, it. Anyways, the guy's trying to prove that God doesn't exist, and in the process of it... He finds God. He finds God yeah. and says that he believes, okay? We're at this... That may be it, yeah. Because it's like a, he's like a professor. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. So it is that. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets to this moment in the movie, and he's like, "It's like everything's clicking together," and he's like, "I believe." Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, D and I were emotional, anyways, but we're watching this, and when he starts saying this, I look at D and I was like, "I believe," like you know, yeah. I still, I, I believe he's real, like God, he's he's there, and we looked at each other, we started crying, and I heard a ding on my phone, and when I hear this certain noise on my phone. I know what it is. It's a payment. Yeah. We got a, a like a thousand dollar payment right there. And then it was like, it dinged again. And in the next two days, God gave us over like $8,000. <laughs> Let's go. Right. But I was just like, boom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like we, that's within three days, like that process over three days, hearing the ding multiple times over the next three days after having that encounter that night, that break, that crying, yeah. Like God, that that's these encounters that I'm talking about, that God reassures you, letting you know, hey, I'm real, I'm here, and I'm here to help you out in your life. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, I'm just grateful that I'm where I'm at today. 
Yeah. You know, we were we were uh, at the mall today, and we just spent that money for Sailor's birthday, and we were talking about being grateful. And I was like, we had to we had to replace these phones last night, and I'm just like, you see the money just like. <laughs> and we buy these cases, this case, and this screen cover is like 160 bucks. Like that's how much it costs to, pre- to protect the phone. And I'm just like, God, we're hemorrhaging money. As soon as I swipe that card, bing, I hear it. And I'm like, I go, look, we got a payment. You know, it's like we would go on trips between now and then. We would go on trips with our family, and it'd be hurtful to sacrifice, take your family somewhere. But we were living in a trailer, so it was like, God, I want to let them have a life. Yeah. I don't want them to see what we're living through. So we would take them like Slitter Mon and go do something fun. Yeah. And be like, oh, God, it's Sweating like, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would put my phone in the locker. We'd go play around. And I'd be talking about how grateful I was to be on this trip with my family that yeah. I didn't have a wedding. We'd go back and I'd have two payments there. Yeah. It's like God was always ahead of me. He was always preparing me to live comfortably, live in the life that God wanted me to be in and be a good father and mm-hmm. not feel like a failure. And he was always taking care of me. You're sounding like prosperity gospel right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm just like saying. You yeah, know, it's it, true. God will take care of you for but, sure. But you have to... It's okay. He can take care of you in any situation, but if you're not, if you're not acknowledging him, <laughs> it's the blessings don't just flow. What do you mean? What I mean is, is like, if you're not living in a way that represents God. Oh. No, actually, I think you get wealthier faster. That's what I'm honest. saying. Yeah. I mean, that's not a prosperity gospel thing. It's really not. It's no. just truth that if, you are living a life that uh, is pleasing to God, man. He is going to take care of his children. That doesn't mean you're going to be wealthy by any means. It never says that in the Bible. No. Okay? It never says that. But he is, does bless his children. Do I think you can be wealthy? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that there's a process to becoming wealthy the right way. Yeah. And God teaches you that, that standard. Mm. It, the, if to give, you, uh, you don't give to receive. But if you give... You get more back. Yeah. Like that's God's formula in his economy. It's weird. The more you, and it doesn't have to be financially. I don't think all the time you give, you know, you give your life or your time in certain spots, but do you, do you, um, <clears throat> you find it weird that like some people have such an easy time giving and some have uh, others. It's hard for them to give. Cause I see it all the time. No, that's true. But what do you think that is? But just think people struggle in different areas. Oh, it's just because, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, because there's people that can give till they're blue in the face, but maybe they do things behind the scenes that aren't right. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has their area. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Giving, giving is, uh, yeah, there's some people that struggle with giving. Look at the guy that, you know, Jesus said, give, you know, give everything away, and he's like, I can't. Can't, yeah. <laughs> but he did everything perfect up until that point, yeah. you know, like. And what did, what did he say to him, though, after that? You remember he said to him? Remember what? What? No. Like, what did he? What did Jesus say to him? Oh, I, he said, "Give everything away and follow me." Yeah, he's you like, know, can't do it. And he's he walked away disheartened. Yeah, you know, the guy was sad. Yeah, it's because like, I he would he. So it's crazy that like you know Jesus said you know he lived and done all these things in his life yeah. to be good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, You're and right. then Jesus said, "Good is not enough. Get rid of it all because the possessions in his life were more important than anything to him." Yeah, because right? he had worked for it. Because he had worked for it. He, but he'd been a great person. He's been a good person. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, that's not what I want. He said, I want your heart. And your heart is your possessions. Yeah. Right? And uh, he said, sell them all. And then so the guy was like, sorry, I can't do it. And he walked away. And he's just he's like, I'm sad because, yeah. because he couldn't do it. And I, I wonder if that guy made heaven. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. It's an interesting thing. I mean... Ultimately, what is God asking us for? He's asking us for our heart. Yeah, he's asking for that relationship with him. Yeah. And at that moment, did that guy receive or reject his relationship he rejected, with God? He rejected, he rejected it. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it's, it's, it wasn't about the possessions. God it, it ultimately conserve. wasn't about the possessions, though. It really wasn't. No, it was that he couldn't give it up. That's right. You know? Yeah. That's sad because yeah. there is good people yeah. that don't have the relationship. Yeah. Man, I think just being thankful in general for everything in life, everything that we receive as a gift or the things that you work for. This makes me laugh so hard. Like I think about this and like even the things that we work hard for. Mm -hmm. Right. And we have a we feel like we've accomplished something. God gave us the desire to work for those things or the ability, the ability to do those things. You know what I mean? 
oh, dude, it's so humbling. And I have, this is painful to admit. I've been sitting in the drum cage thinking, dude, you slayed that. <laughs> and immediately get slapped. Get reprimanded. Slapped across the face. Like, yeah. boom, what is wrong with Dale? That was ridiculous. <laughs> what are you talking about? God gave you the desire to play drums in the first place. He gave you the desire to practice to be even. That's the Holy Spirit. Dude. Discipline. Auto- automatically oh. systematic. As soon yeah. as I like get a little bit oh. of pride rise up. He's like, what, what, what was that? Oh, it's happened to me in the drum cage on Sunday morning in the middle of service. Yeah. And God's like, well, check, t- better check that attitude. son. Yeah. get behind me, Satan. That's how he <laughs> fell. He was a worship leader too. He's I'm, like, I'm just a drummer. Not the worship leaders. Big difference. <laughs> uh, you had a solo this morning. I saw you like, he was getting after it. I saw you at church. Oh, I was like, I gave him a solo. Like they're all singing, but Dell's still playing. I was like, it was yeah. not really. I mean, it's a solo, but it's not really. It was. It was a cool beat too. Yeah, it was. I was, like, it was, I was like, hey, D, that's my friend in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though that you said that because I was thinking that this morning. <clears throat> when you're disciplining your child, there's a lot of voices going on, and a lot of times you're being disciplined at the same time. <laughs> Has that happened to you? Sure. Is that normal? Like, Absolutely. I mean, like, you need to be grateful, and it's like. <laughs> Who are you talking through me or at me? Yeah. Which one's happening, man? Here? Being being <laughs> thankful um, is easy to overlook. It really is on, on a day day to day basis. Yeah, because we're just going and we're doing life and we're doing all these things that we're just like, oh, you know, got up in the morning and we went to the gym and then we sat at the computer, we did some work and mm-hmm. we answered some emails and we Facebooked our friends and talked to our wife and high fived our kids. Great job of day at school. Go to bed. Yeah, had dinner. Didn't even think about it. You know what I mean. And the day is over. Did we give thanks to God? Man, it's so easy to look uh, overlook those little bitty things that we take for granted every single day. Something a cool, another cool quote we have was, "If you wake up, it said, be thankful for the food and the joys you have in life. Um, if you, you, yeah, for everything you have in life, right? Uh, if you can't find a reason to be thankful, the problem lies in you. Yeah." Because, man, every single day when your eyes pop open, that alone is something to be thankful for. Mm. You have another day to do something with your life, to give back, to be, <laughs> for lack of, better, lack of better words, a good person. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? It's, but it's so easy for I us. I that's to, funny how we turn something that's like. Yeah. Not <laughs> bad into something bad. That's bad. Like <laughs> so being a good person. Being is like good, it's a that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> good job. Good job, buddy. You're good. <laughs> You're good, but not the best. Oh man, it's it's funny though. It's funny, yeah. yeah. And it's like this morning, like after getting after the kids before church, which is always a fun way to get to church. It's, it's when you got to sit there and discipline your children <laughs> before you go to yeah, church. Yeah, I just got in the room. I was like hanging up some clothes and, and Dee's like, you need to smile. Like she started, she, she like turned just our song on one time or this morning was like, you need to sing with me. And I'm like, I don't want to sing. You know, I was you're in that it. funk then you're, I bad. was in a funk. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, of course I started singing with her and then, uh, I went to hug her and I hugged her. And the first thought came in my head was like, don't like don't let times like this like the you're i know that's that stupid song like you're gonna miss this or whatever you know what i'm talking about i don't know who sings it alan jackson maybe i do if it's I alan, it, if it is if it's out. alan jackson oh, it's country I, yeah you don't i'm like sure you don't know it <laughs> anyways it was like you know you let such a bad like a bad thing a bad morning a bad mood you know ruin your day but then your wife's just sitting here wanting to hug you and smile with you it's yeah. like don't take for granted that Mm-hmm. You know that that could be gone one day. Yeah. And what are you going to do then? Was it really worth it to sit here and stop? Be you're making me feel guilty right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it to feel uh, to be in that mood over yeah. something so stupid, and then not appreciate that you have a healthy wife. I think I think the cure to being <clears throat> uh, to for taking life and things for granted, because I mean I do it too. Don't get me wrong, but I think the like the cure is honestly what you do first thing in the morning. I really do. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? That one day that she learned that you have to, as, fir- as first thing you do is you sit up in bed, oh, yeah. put your hands in the air, and you scream. Woo! Like, oh, as yay! if you want a goal, yeah. Or, yeah. goal or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Did it work? She did it one day. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, she's had horrible days. That's <laughs> hilarious. No, I think it's like what the the gratitude you give first thing in the morning. Yeah. 
is the tone set for the rest of the day. You know what? Uh, it's not a really good <coughs> show, but Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a kid in there that's got he got brought into the ranch or whatever, and they're telling him uh, Rip is one of the guys that works there, but he was also kind of an orphan that they took in. He said the key to being here is uh, ex- believing that you don't deserve it. Oh, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Without going too far to where you become like this victim person. Yeah. Actually using that and being like, I I'm gonna, didn't deserve this. Yeah, and I'm working to, uh, it's like, yeah, so like you know you don't deserve it, so you work harder because yeah. you don't, yeah. Or you don't get in this place of like you're better oh, than. Oh, yeah, this. you're better than, yeah. Because you mm-hmm. you didn't deserve this opportunity. Well, so and and I think that. It was it's our, no different with Christ, that's man. That's what I'm saying. We I'm, don't do, deserve, I'm yeah. turning that corner yeah, right yeah, now. Okay. It's like we the things that we've been given, yeah. the things that this world, like they always say, like once you die, it all stays here. He created all this. He created he the owns financial. It, he yeah. owns Yeah, owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He owns it all. And he's entrusted you with it. Yeah. And uh, one of the girls here at the gym got destiny watching this one guy, Transformation Church. Ever uh, seen that? I know the church, but I'm trying to think of who <laughs> it is, though. I can't. I don't know his name. I've just seen a couple of uh, episodes, but it's um, he's going through tithe and offering and, and really laying it out to where, like, we're, I don't know. I don't even know, like, the gist of it. I've just seen, like, the first, first uh, part of it. But it's like, I, I just think that we need to realize that everything that we have is because of what God gave to us. Yep. And when we're holding back, when we're not giving, mm-hmm. it's not that we're just like, it's not that God needs your money. That's not even what it's about. He's training you, teaching your heart, like how to give, like, and to be a giver like he is. That's another thing. It's just like forming and disciplining you. And God does not need your money. He doesn't need anything like that. No, he doesn't at all. But it, he's, a, he's a training your heart. <clears throat> yeah. And, that's, and it goes back to what we said last week, you know, as far as the kingdom of God and who he wants in it and how he wants their personalities to be, it's to be like him. And he's just training us how to be like him. Yeah. But being grateful is a huge thing because Jesus had the ability to create food and all that stuff like through miracles. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> But he was grateful. He took time every time to ask to tell God, direct towards God. Thank you. You know, be grateful for this. Be grateful for, you know, your How wild is that? It's cool. How wild is it that the Son of God, God himself, (laughs) if you believe in the Trinity, yeah, some people don't, but anyways. um, Well, it is a Trinity, (laughs) but it is separate as well. Yeah, so, I mean, some people get caught up on it, but anyways. Dude, that's some deep stuff there. I know. What you're talking about. Not today, not today. What? <laughs> Some other time. We'll Who do you pray to? Huh? Who do you pray to? The Father. Okay. Yeah. But that's how Jesus prayed, right? Yeah. A lot of people pray to Jesus. I know. And that's it's a little weird there. Yeah. Anyways, Jake, moving on. Come on, Dave. Moving on, moving on. We'll talk about it another day, maybe. That's some good stuff there. It is good stuff. Now you've made me lose <laughs> my train of thought because you just... I did it on purpose. Now you have to talk about what I want to talk about. Oh, no. No. Go ahead. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't, even, I don't feel bad about it, though. <laughs> you don't feel bad because it was a good point? No. We were talking about being grateful. and Oh, oh it's so wild to me that Jesus, while he's here on earth, prays to the Father and is grateful. Yeah. He is God. <laughs> That's this, like, to me, is like one of those things that it's like hard to wrap my, my, like my mind around. Like, God here on earth is thankful for all the things that he has on earth, even though he has it all. Yeah. At any second, Jake, he's like... There it is. Mm-hmm. But he's thankful. That's still like, that's like so, so like crazy to me. How the, the person who literally owns it all mm-hmm. can just, you know, still being thankful to the, the Heavenly Father. Yeah. So wow. He gave him the authority over the earth, everything. And he gave him the authority to judge. Yeah. I mean, he gave <laughs> his son everything. Everything. Yeah. Pretty wild to me. But man. he's separate. <laughs> I mean, yes, he is. And he's in one. He's in one. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Anyways, man. Uh, can we just hurry up and get to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Earth to a degree. I really do. I think this is our opportunity, a great opportunity for us to, uh, for God to use us to do something, you know? Mm. If we just go to heaven, it's over. You know, it's God. Not no, b- what I'm saying here on earth, like with us, oh no, don't go down that road. <laughs> Uh, but you know what I'm saying? For us to, in this time. I don't like the vibe I'm getting. It's almost like this, uh, I don't want to get you talking vibe. No, 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 no. I'm just saying let's not get too far distracted off of being thankful. 
right? I don't want to go too Are far off there. Are you thankful for Dark to Feel? Because <laughs> right now it sounds like you're not thankful. Oh, no. Now you made me lose my train of thought again. Thank you, Good. Jay. Stop you it. You deserve it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm done. You want to talk some more? Go ahead. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> there was a... There was something that was happening this morning, but I can't remember what it was. No, it church. Fine. At church? <laughs> yeah, it was a church thing. Oh, no. Oh, got your attention. Was no, it no. good or was it bad? <laughs> that was just something. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was. Anyways, what else you got? About being thankful? Yeah. What, didn't you have another little thing over there? Maybe. Hmm. You want to talk about it? I don't know. What is it? What does it say? <laughs> I don't know. I can't read your handwriting. I uh, know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Like writing scribe over I wrote over. down this is another topic we talked about on Friday, and I love this one. It says, When eating fruit, remember the one who planted the tree. Mm. It's very simple. Kind of hit that, but yeah. Yeah. Did we? Well, I mean, you just did it with Jesus. Hmm. God. Yeah, maybe you know, so. Right? Kind of not really. Okay, no, I don't right. know. When eating the fruit, remember the one who planted the tree. Yeah. And I think I I equate that to be thankful the ones who who came before us and paved a way. You know what I mean? I feel like today, even though I'm not doing what my father did at this very moment, I feel like the things that were planted in my life, I'm bearing fruit of. Mm. So I'm incredibly thankful for some, a grandfather, a father who um, instilled in me like to work hard for the things that I wanted to put God first to honor him, honor your wife, honor your family, mm-hmm. these things and treat people with respect and love everyone. And all these things that like, I feel like have just like trickled down, trickled down, trickled down, trickled down. I feel like I'm living in the fruits of those, of those things. And you did talk about that with how, you know, at the very beginning, whenever you felt like you were, you had nothing and you were, yeah. you're living in the rewards of that. But this comes down to being thankful for, I think the people that came before us. And I'm incredibly grateful for my dad, my grandfather, especially when I first started into the, I mean, without a doubt, when I first started into building houses, man, it was like, I didn't even, I mean, okay. Um, yes, I started a company on my own, like in my own name. Mm. Um, but it was like the foundation was already laid. Yeah. It was literally like a phone call and had the expert <laughs> advice of people who had been doing it for combined 70 plus years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. In knowledge at, at my fingertips. So it was like, dude, when I look back at the the early stages of me building houses, it was incredible for me to have that resource mm. literally at the tip of my fingers. And man, was it hard still? Did I still struggle? Yeah. Absolutely. But I knew always, again, someone had my back. Yeah. It was just a phone call. Hey dad, let's take a look at this. I really don't understand how to make this work. This framing here, right here, is not working out. I'm not liking the way this is turning out, whatever it is. And it's his phone call. And then he shows up on the job site and he talks to me and says, hey, you know, (laughs) this is how you should do this. Or let's get the framer over here. We need to fix this or whatever. I had that resource in my back pocket at all times. Yeah. It made it possible for me to do some things that I never, on my own, I never could have done, Mm. you know. So it's pretty awesome, man, to look back at those times and like remember that um, even even the things that I feel like I accomplished on my own, yeah, I really didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I did. I started my own business, you know, um, but the, all the foundation was there. It was already laid. Mm-hmm. So just t- just put my name on it. Yeah, <laughs> just rebranded it. I was, uh, you know, gonna ask you. Mm. So we, what trees have you picked from, and what trees are you planting? Maybe that's what it uh, something along that line. Yeah, that's cool. Kind of hard to ask. I think that um, what trees have I picked from? Obviously, I feel like I've picked some trees of like uh, understanding that you know uh, some of the rewards of like working hard, mm-hmm. you know, and like laying that foundation of working hard is going to you're going to reward from it. You know, I, my dad worked harder than my grandpa, father worked harder than anybody I've ever met. Yeah. Or that I know, you know, there's lots of people out there that work hard. Don't get me wrong, but they were media in my life. So I saw it on a daily basis. They worked incredibly hard. <clears throat> and it doesn't mean like it was always physical labor. Yeah. They were just dedicated when they did something, they did it and they did it and they did it until the job was done, you know? So like learning some of those traits or picking up some of those things from them. I feel like I'm, re- I'm reaping some of those rewards or the, that harvest. Mm-hmm. From that, um, 
things that like I want to, I feel like are that I'm planting, man, I want my kids to, um, obviously reap some rewards that were things we're planting now. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, it could be something simple. Like I, I hope that, you know, my kids learn a life of health for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Hope my kids learn that I'm, we're planting the seed of like, put God first in all you do. Mm-hmm. I hope my kids are um, learning by looking at my life what to look like, especially my girls, what to look for in a man. Ooh, that was tough. Yeah. And I'm hoping I'm teaching my son. I told you that, like, mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm teaching my son, you know, he's too young now to, but how to, to, how to take care of family. Yeah. I told you the pressure that I felt. Did I tell you that story about yeah, the yeah. pressure that I felt whenever I found out what I was having? Ooh, dude, it broke me. Yeah. It was a, it was like a, a weight set down on my shoulders. It was crazy. And I think it was maybe because I already had girls, <laughs> you know, if he would come first, maybe it would have been felt different. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I think I would have felt different. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think like having girls first, that responsibility and it's awesome. Like the girls are great. And I love them to death. Cameron and Brother, incredible, two incredible little girls. They really are. Um, but then whenever we had, you know, found out we we're having, Hey, is dude like this heaviness sat on top of me. To yeah. raise a young man, to raise a family, to be a leader of a household. Ooh, that one sat on me pretty deep. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I'm planting some things in my kid's life <clears throat> that will set them up for the future. Yeah. And on one hand, you know, do I want them to financially benefit from what me and Nikki, you know, can build? Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, I both know that, that like, that's like this much importance I would love for their lives to be easy because of the things that we, we do now. Yeah. You know, that's great. Really is. I hope that, you know, maybe whenever this place, um, the gym, maybe one day like sells or maybe one of my kids step up and they want to come alongside me and work with me. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds there. Maybe, uh, we continue to build homes and my kids step up and they want to go that route. Maybe they want to go out on their own. I don't know. I have no idea. So it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day for that stuff, I hope that there's some fruits planted that I can bless them in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that. But ultimately if I don't plant <laughs> the things in them to, to love Christ first and put him above everything else, then I've failed on everything else. Yeah. And that's hard, man. This really is. But I think that, I don't want to say I'm doing a good job because sometimes I don't feel like I am. But I hope that I'm, uh, at least they know that I'm trying. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we do the Bible studies at night. That's why we pray before meals. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Like, um, I hope they really, really know that I'm trying to lead them to know Christ. You know what I mean? I think you're doing a good job. Jake, you don't live in my house. If you lived in my house, you'd be like, oh, Dale, you're failing. <laughs> uh, your mindset's right. Your yeah. mindset's already set up for success. I think so. I hope so. That's my prayer. It's my yeah. wish, you know. Like I said, it's something you're going to look back five years from now and be like, oh, this is the tree. Yeah. I can see it now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, like, um, thinking about that, those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Um, even, even, like, looking back at, like... Um, at my dad and his life and and like the decision for me to start this you know the gym here mm-hmm. was not until after he passed um and i think well I, I don't think i know i had this realization that you know my dad was not that old i had this realization that life is way too short mm-hmm. to not do something you're passionate about I don't know if you know, like, and I never thought about this though. Like whenever he, like the way I do now, um, from like when he transitioned from building houses to going full time into the ministry, like he was always a youth pastor. He always taught kids, whatever, like for ever. He was always involved. But when he decided to stop building houses, like God was like, no, it's time. (laughs) He, he's like, shut it down sold half of his half of the business, you know, got rid of his half of the business. My grandfather and my uncle took over full time and my dad went full time to the church. Yeah. And now that I think back to it, I know that's what his thought process was. Life is too short not to do what you're called to do yeah. or what you know, something you're passionate about. And he loved 
he loved to uh, pastor people, to yeah. be a minister. That's what was, he felt his calling was his whole life. And I'm not saying he ran from it to build houses, but no. I think like he was um, maybe the right words were he he was already doing it in a way, but it just wasn't his uh, monetarily it wasn't his full time job. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was already doing it. I mean, my goodness, he was like, um, I, there wasn't a day that went by that it didn't seem like he was ministering to somebody or we were doing something with, they called it CAs back in youth, basically. Mm. Um, so it was always ministry, always was, you know? Yeah. So. Just stepping stones to where God was trying to get. <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. I really don't think you can make a right or, like, I think you can make a right or wrong decision, but I don't think the outcomes, I think that they all lead to the same where yeah. God is trying to get you out. Yeah. He already knew what decision you're going to make. So his plan is already designed for you. Yeah. You're like, mm. no, no, no. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's hard sometimes because like almost predestined. <laughs> we have to get Colby back on here. Talk to some more about that. I know. <laughs> Being reformed. <laughs> but if you think about it, there's, it's just like your footsteps are ordered of the Lord. Like he's, he's got you. He's putting you where he wants you. Yeah. And all the things that the enemy does, he takes those and he makes those for good. Like he already knew all this stuff was going to happen. So he's directing you to where, and you're living this out. Yeah. You're like, uh, yeah, predestined. Yeah. Do you believe that? I do. I do too. I do. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to believe that that sometimes. I know what I was thinking about this morning at church. Really? Yeah. I was, I was looking up there and I was thinking like, as I was singing, I was like, we're expected to fall in love with somebody that we've never seen <laughs> with our own eyes. Yeah. You've only read books about him and to not just be like, love him, be like completely in love with him mm-hmm. before you've even seen what he looks like. That's cool. It's crazy. Is it cool? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You ever thought about that? You ever thought like, um, it's weird that we don't know what he looks like from the outside looking in. Have you ever like thought like somebody who is not like a a follower of Christ, how they must view us? Oh yeah. It's so funny to me. Like I had this conversation with a brother, uh, a brother-in-law at one time. And, um, you know, we both grew up very, in some ways, very similar, similar lives, not entirely, but in some ways. Right. And the, the only, the only thing that I could like equate to is like, we, at one point, like we separated, right? We climbed two different mountains and that's the only, like he's the non-believer now. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, he's like, dude, I did all the things you did. I said, but did you like, did you have the experiences I had? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's what's so hard. I'm like, God, why did you not reach him the way you reached me? What was it that you know, like led him to believe the way he does because man, he read the Bible. He Mm -hmm. prayed. He did it all. I mean, I sat across from him in Bible studies and like listened to him teach things from the word. You know what I mean? But I'm like, what was it that brought him to a realization or a point where he was like, God's not real. You know what I mean? What was it? I'm like, he never had a real encounter because if you have a real encounter with God, Mm -hmm. you never could go back from that moment and say he's not real you know what i mean like how could you ever yeah have an encounter with god a true encounter with god and then go back and say no he doesn't exist i don't think you can it's usually i think it comes down to a hurt and god didn't perform the way they wanted him to at the time that they needed him to you think that's what it was yes and to say that something is not real and hate it Is no, I don't think he. Th- I don't think he hates God. I'm saying for the majority. Okay. Usually they're very angry. Oh yeah. They're yeah, very yeah. like mm-hmm. hateful towards God because yeah. it's like that means that you were hurt mm. somehow, and and you're mad at something that you're saying doesn't exist, but you're mad at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That means it does exist because you're saying you're mad at it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it comes down to a hurt. <sighs> I don't even know. I, 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 I yeah, think it's sad. It's, it's su- yeah, it's super weird because um, he's super, he's an analytical. Yeah. Most, very, most atheists are. Yeah, they're very intelligent. They want proof. They want proof. That's what it is. You can't. And I'm like, that's I mean, what I'm I saying. I say you can't, but you, there's plenty of proof. The, the proof is it has, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, like, there has to be some kind of encounter where you're undeniable mm-hmm. that to you, it makes no sense to anybody else. That's what yeah. I'm like, the point I was getting to earlier. Like, for some people looking at you and I, 
And then they they're like, dude, these guys are weird. <laughs> but it's just because they've never had an encounter. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what they think, unfortunately, at all. Yeah. It just doesn't. Because I'm like, to me, it's real. I had a real encounter, and I will never, ever not think, or believe it's not real because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it was. it's fair that like we, at some point, went these different paths. Does that like why did he not experience the things I experienced? And it makes me sad that he didn't, you know what yeah. I mean? And now we're like totally on these opposite ends. But you got to keep in mind, like, he's not gone yet, you know what I mean? Like, God still has time to reach him. And it, it with him saying, like, he's the author of our faith, then, like, he's obviously had a personal relationship with God in the beginning. You know what I mean? You said he was reading. Yeah. He was yeah, no, he def- definitely was. He was like in the church. He was in the youth group. I mean, Bible studies. The the dude was in the scripture and everything. Like always in the word. I just feel like God's better than that. Like he'll he'll bring him around towards the end. I just, you speak faith into it. Like, yeah, it's hard. I don't know him. Yeah. I don't know who he is or how strongly he stands in it. But I know that how many times have I been broken by God and been like, I need you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's sad it's going to come to that point where it's broken and then you don't know how, what that form comes in, you know, I mean, yeah. for some people it's like, um, we talked about it last time you're, it could be a near death experience. It could be something that like is super dramatic or you can just realize, Hey, I need to go this direction or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So just, I mean, I guess no, I'll I just pray for I him. think you did say it best though. Literally like in my mind, I have literally, I've given up hope. Yeah. You know, and then you simply say, literally, this is what you said. He's like, he's not dead yet. I'm like, sorry, I'm about, I'm about to cry, dude. I'm sorry. No, um, Cause I want him, to, I want people to know Christ. I really do. And um, if he's not dead, there's still hope that he can receive Christ. Mm-hmm. And like me as a person, I'm like, dude, I don't see hope like in this guy ever knowing who he is. But God's like, man, it's not, his story's not over yet. Yeah. So pretty God's cool. plan for him is not over. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. Like in this situation, you know, like that's your probably like a brother, I would imagine, growing up. Right? Yeah, yeah, we were pretty tight. You know, and then you've got the love of God in your life, and and what you're feeling right now is what Jesus feels. Yeah. Looking at him, he's like, I want this relationship, and and it breaks his heart. Yeah. You know, because he was adamant about reading his word. He was. Yeah, trying to build a relationship with God, and then somewhere in there, either the enemy or yeah, it has to be just the enemy wisdom or something outran him. Yeah, and straight him off. Yeah, but it's not over. You're right, and we can't. We have to like give that one to God and be like, yeah, I'm great. Like turn your thoughts. Like I think of like like old time grandparents. You know, like praying grandparents. They're probably like, yeah, I see you doing your stuff, but they adamantly know yeah. that God's going to come through in your life. Yeah, I think that's how you, today's a changing day for you. You stop looking at it as like hopeless and hopeful. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, start looking at it and being like, I'm <laughs> start celebrating it, you know, change the outlook and start rejoicing. No, God it gives me hope it. to pray for him again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's a turning point today. Yeah. You know, so let's be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> tying it in. Yeah. It's yeah. Something to be I'm thankful, thankful for. for the encounter that God has had in my life, but I'm thankful that there's still time for those who do not believe there's still mm-hmm. time. And I'm hoping that maybe today's the day that you go, man, God spoke to me and, um, you know, changed my life. You know, I had an encounter with him and I believe, you know, um, but if not, it could be tomorrow. I'm not saying we have tomorrow. We don't yeah. know, but, not, yeah, if you're not dead, you're still breathing. There's still time for God to change your life. You know what I mean? Thank God for that. Yeah. We need as many chances as we can get. Man, because, dude, we need to, if we didn't have grace, <laughs> yeah, it would, we would be done, you know? Yeah. So be thankful. Like, you know, Christ came to this earth and. I'm thankful God, like, <sighs> he has the ability to keep him alive. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But it's so crazy, like, that, and that's the thing with Paul, our, you know, he was, a man who knew the word. See? <laughs> and you said that's like his foundation. Yeah. What if he is like God's going to use him later in his life, but he's like, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. 
We don't know what God we don't know what God has what holds what God holds in store for any of yeah. us really at the end of the day. And don't let the tomorrow light. God could be like Jake. You're done with photography and videography, and you're going to be um, at the church tomorrow, <laughs> running the video <laughs> photography no. team for, no. way, for way less money. He's <laughs> oh, no. like, you just thought you were thankful for that job. Wait, what I'm going to do? <laughs> Uh, at the end of the day, I think we wrap this up with um, tell God you're thankful for him. Yeah. Like acknowledge the things in your life that he's blessed you in. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is every single thing that we have in our lives, it's a blessing from God. Yeah. There's not a single thing that we've done. <laughs> not a single thing, yeah. right? That we can take credit for on our own. I'm sorry. The job you have. I'd love to say that like you did all the hard work and you, you did that. Now God gave you that Mm -hmm. God gave you every desire to be good at something, gave me every desire to be good at something. And those things propelled us into something that, you know, brought money or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's nothing in our lives that can, we can have gratitude towards ourselves and it all goes back to God. Yeah. Boom. That's awesome. Jake. What do you think? Good to go. I think we wrap it up. All right. (laughs) All right.